0: a professional stuntman Walk in the streets and always smell like an onion Look at the program, my body, soul, land Make it strong as the wind in Chicagoland And we're getting stronger every day We're all in the Strength Faction crew So get your chips and load your hips Because our mission is to bring out the best in you, in you, in you Hey everybody! Welcome to another edition of the Quick Hits version of the Strength Faction podcast, and we got a good one for you today. It's always a good one. it's always a good one. This one's going to be fantastic because we got a special guest today. That uh, and and special might be an understatement. Uh, so we have Ross Rossy Poops is with us. West Later. Dub, and and we brought in Chris Merritt. Today. I just got goosebumps when I said it, Chris Merritt's in the house.
1: <laughs> you were thinking it's special, funny, like a fun exciting, but special, like he just always under, under delivers. So.
0: Yeah, that's that's not at all what I meant. Are <laughs> we doing, boys? Good. Fantastic! It's Friday, baby. Yeah, blessed by the best. <laughs> love it, love it. I don't want to even go into what that might mean, Wes. But hmm. uh, you want to kick us off,
2: Wes? Yeah, actually, um, by the best. I am blessed by the best. So I have been going back and forth with my website lady. She's great. And she's a friend. And I've been like, you know, tweaking things and talking to like Ross was here and he kind of gave me a quick audit. It's not launched yet, but I, like many have been kind of doing like an old school trainer model, like, you know, pay as you go, like pay up front, but like, you know, X amount of sessions, whatever it is. And I figured out, or we figured out, what that, and I'm going to be committing to this business model of subscription-based, and I can't fucking wait to have it that way, and I'm going to launch that officially in January, but everybody who's new, I'm going to start that in September, um, both for my online and my in-person stuff, because it's kind of, everyone I have is committed except for one person, and I'm not going to say their name, obviously, But it's just, I'm going to have a a model where, and this isn't anything unheard of, where if you're once a week, it's this much, twice a week, this much, three times or more, this much, and you're locked into X amount of sessions per month. And you either have to burn through those, you know, that month, or you can get one week worth of stuff to carry over, but then that's it type thing. It's just going to make my life easier. It's going to make my clients' lives easier. Why is Uh, it going to make your clients' lives easier, Wes? Because then they don't have to make a buyer's choice so that every time I, you know, am charging them, hey, you know, you're out of stuff. We got to do this again versus if it's just which buyer's choice is essentially like, you know, they have to make a payment each time or not each time, but like more often. Right. Right. And I keep my people like I don't really lose people that often. It happens, but I keep my people. But it's just going to be a lot easier on that end. And they'll know what's coming out for the month as opposed to like, Hey, you only have two left or whatever. And they can kind of do easier math. makes my life easier. And it's going to keep people more accountable. And it's kind of going to weed out because I don't really want to play around with people that are doing one-offs or this or that. I want people that are committed to training. And I'm confident enough that if I were to lose anyone when I make this switch, because they've already started telling my clients and they're all like, Oh yeah, cool. Great um that I can replace them very quickly not to make it sound like you know people
0: are do you let them know that do you let them know hey good to see you today you're very replaceable so
2: (laughs) (laughs) everybody (laughs) everybody I have is a very special unique snowflake yeah not tell them that but uh, hey
0: but here's the thing I was just having this conversation with one of my coaches last night and you know we did a, we had a great grand opening and it's very exciting. And we, we have the, the fun task. And I, I mean, it, it's a fun task of kind of creating something that fits this community. Right. So we're all coming in with these, from these different business paths and having all these different experiences. And now we're dealing with a, kind of a new mixture of clientele. So we have to figure that out. And the, the conversation was, well, you know, I really like the package plan. I'm like packages. It, like, here's the thing is, and and one of our baseball skills guys said it too he's like the packages people like to buy 50 sessions or as many as they can for as cheap as they can and then they like to train maybe once a week you know and then that's getting drawn out they're not getting they're not getting the the results that they want they're not being consistent like they need to be so Like the number one thing about that for me, when I made that decision at Rebel to go from like selling month to month or packages for classes or whatever it was, going to that subscription was like, how do I get people better results? Consistency is the key. Let's make that go to that business model. And it was gangbusters from there, man. So that's awesome. I love that you're doing that. That's yeah, everything you just you. said is exactly why like because again my people are committed but i again
2: i have like the one who's not and it's just again consistency because to your point i don't want someone who buys a 10 and then it takes 10 months because they're pissing around and whatnot it's like cool you can if you want to show up 10 times in 10 months that's great but it's going to cost you right but anyway plus yeah accountability all that happens. And, and it's not great for the community Right. It's not right. right. Like, I don't want you just randomly popping in. I don't know.
0: Yeah. We don't like randos here. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I want you to be in the circle, in the nest. Um, yeah. yeah. We're tight-knit fam. So that's why that.
2: also real quick, Todd and I did an IG live yesterday and it was awesome. I felt really good. Like I was just on one as the he didn't I delete about. it this time. He didn't. Delete no, it this I time? said at the very end, he was like, all right. And we're out here. I was like, do not delete it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For, for those of you wondering where Todd is, Todd is currently photoshopping in himself in, in exotic hunting settings yes. for his next photo dump on Instagram technically staying in a,
3: staying in a hotel twenty miles away, just working on yeah. shop the Photoshop. he's got a night.
0: green screen up. He's got <laughs> yeah. you know, all his in. poses. Yeah, yeah. I, I
1: mean, was gonna say he's probably over stuff. like I don't know, might be you over you Chicago me? right now. You over
0: me? Hey Todd. Yeah. <laughs> Todd
1: Wes, you made the joke about like all your clients being snowflakes, and I don't know if you remember. I did uh, and one of my presentations before I was like, your, your clients are special snowflakes. And so I just pulled something up because you made me think of it, which is everyone wants to be a special, a special snowflake. But the reality is, and I'm gonna get like nerdy here for a second, but I think that this is cool. Um, snowflakes are made up of ice crystals, water vapor and dust. Right. And it just takes ideal conditions, which is a mix of, uh, temperature, wind speed and humidity. And then no two snowflakes are ever the same. So it's the same thing for our clients. It's what strength it's uh, like their endurance work, some hit work, nutrition, recovery, and then like the mix and match of it. You can give two people the exact same thing and they're still going to be a special snowflake and turn out in their own unique way. But it's like, sure, you're super special, but the ingredients and the slight mix of conditions It's all very similar. You can train people similar ways, and you'll special, but not so special that you're not so special that you need
3: three hours of sleep.
1: Yeah, (laughs) and you're not so special that you need a super secret squirrel program. Right, right? you do the same thing as the person next to you, and maybe just slightly, slightly different dosages of it. But if, like the snowflake, if the humidity is off, it won't form. Like so, you still have to nail the basics.
0: Specific adaptation. How about Chris coming in hot? First quick take. And he demonstrates <laughs> why we're so shitty at this, and he's so good. At it. Like he just has a reference. He's you like, can oh, "Sign off he, now." And he, he, he was, was able to, check to my go find Notes it. from uh, January 13th, of <laughs> 1995. I, I think I have a reference for that. Wow, Chris. I'm organized, bringing, man. Yeah, say. no kidding. Ross, what do you got, buddy? What do I got? Um,
3: you know, the one of the comments just made with talking about Wes and why he's Trying to make that happen and move in that direction is helping people get results, and that's something we've been thinking about a while. Because You're recent- thinking
0: about getting your clients' results
3: for
2: a while. Yeah, well, we're gonna start. <laughs> we're gonna start. This,
3: is
1: this new thing that this we're start. thinking we're
2: about. We used to yeah. just think about money, but about, now yeah, yeah, <laughs> everyone's exactly. putting on weight at the gym. I don't
3: yeah, <laughs> we're gonna we're thinking we're gonna think about results here exactly. And this
0: is new. Go on. Um, yeah, this is
3: <laughs> so. So somebody recently made the, the comment and I don't know where I heard it on a podcast or whatever, but they, they said something to the extent of you control the culture in your gym, but not the community, meaning that like you set the yeah. tone of what it's going to be, but like the human beings who come in are those individuals. And, and so there's, there's this kind of, you know, issue you can run into when you're scaling up and, and our gym has been doing that. We've been doing well and growing, but that means more and more people are training. And so you dictation or or control over the culture that you want in there um you want to make sure that's felt right and as it scales up it's it's a more demanding task to make sure that everybody in that space feels and understands the culture and all that and um sometimes it's just stupid simple stuff so as you guys may be aware i'm doing dan john's mass made simple and i'm doing the very last lift of it later today so um we'll see how that goes uh and then I'm gonna getting, a ta- that? At, I, I may, and then I'm going to get a tattoo <laughs> on my leg right after that. So there was, there was a whole thought process. That's here. a great idea, but I know. Right. And I have, I made a concerted effort to talk about what I was doing more in the gym and then just post a little bit more on the process. Why am I doing this? My thoughts and, and just some basic stuff and just being a little more open myself about, what motivates me, why I need to stay focused, why this matter, you know, all the sort of stuff um, that's there. And, and it was like that aha moment. But when, you know, do as I say, not as I do, right, sort of thing. It was like, once people saw me, and and I was always doing that stuff. But once it hit him in the face of like, this is what it takes, this is where my focus is, this is why this is important, and matters to me and my health and wellness and physical fitness, all that sort of stuff. People have been constantly now, either coming up to me at the gym and saying something or just talking to the coaches about like, man, Ross is like focused in and I want to get something that gets me focused in. And you just like, you sometimes forget the influence and the impact that you can have. And that sometimes if we're going to talk specifically, even about social media, it's not even about like the likes or anything like that. Cause I'm not trying to get a million likes really. I I just kind of started treating it as a journal and well, plenty of members of the gym follow me and so they see that they read that they internalize it and they start to think about like what's meaningful for them and what's going to push them forward and so um I think just it was a good reminder of that like what better example than yourself when you're trying to positively influence the culture with the people that you train or have a have them get a little more dialed in like start with yourself and 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 just start to put that message out there and don't get disheartened and we've even talked about it like in our social media lessons like don't get disheartened if the first post only gets 5 likes like more than 5 people saw it assuming you have more than 5 followers right but like they just
1: they just didn't like it yes
3: yeah, <laughs> they just they just don't like it but like people are constantly seeing that right and taking that in and you can start to curate a bit of a narrative there and 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 influence how they're thinking and so um although it wasn't my initial intent i've seen that influence heavily in the gym over the last couple of weeks and Uh, I'm going to keep pushing towards that because I want our people kicking ass as Mm -hmm. much as possible, even when we're not there.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I, you know, I, I scroll past so many, so many things that I, I, I do like, and I appreciate the information. I just don't tap the like button. Maybe it's because I'm an old man, you know, but right. Right. And and we do it. And then I'll like comment on somebody's page and they'll be like, dude, where are you coming from? I'm like, I've, I've, I look at your stuff all the time, man. Like you, I just creep. I just don't. Well, yeah. Is that creeping? Am I a creep because I do that? I don't As know. Most people, I mean,
3: dude, a bunch, most of our members, again, we're talking about like <clears throat> high school athletes and gen pop adults. Those are like the two populations that are on social media and don't really like, and they yeah. creep like all those high school kids. They, 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 they creep, right. They have like maybe one post and they'll be on and maybe they'll they'll put some in their stories, but they're on there all the time taking stuff in with whatever and the and the same deal as those like adults in their 40s. They're not posting stuff, but they are on there taking it in. And like, hey, if I can be there, I can get in front of them again and once again repeat the message that they need to hear about a hundred times before they really start to click with it.
2: Yeah. Quick story about this, real quick. So I do this the shit that Mike and I had come up with years ago at Rebel, Just to Tip Tuesdays, and I almost stopped doing it. Cause like, even though, I don't know, it's value, whatever it's valuable, whatever it takes time, schedule, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I don't, sometimes I don't get that many, which again, I'm not chasing the likes, the shares, but this, to your point, Ross, like everyone's watching, there are so many people that have come up to me at jujitsu when I'm with friends I haven't seen in a while, like members at the gym or the studio rather who will go just the tip. Oh, I love it, man. I'm like, why don't you like my shit, bitch? I'm like throw your boy a light. come on! Yeah. But like, like, people tell me all the time, like, "Oh, I love what you did with the front squat straps," and I'm like, "Why don't you give me a like, bitch?" But anyway. Yeah. So I. So I, that I, that
0: brings up another point. We should be more vigilant about, because that is stocked, right? That is there is value to that for the owner of that content to, to hit that like. So
2: much. Do what box. I do
0: sometimes, and just be like, "Oh, that's really cool. I like that." And then not hit the like button. Scroll. Gotta hit Scroll. it. Scroll. Right. Yeah. yeah. Got it. Gots to hit it. Well, I got, we're going to save Chris for last. Because Chris has a 30 minute dialogue that he's prepared. We're going to
1: get to me and I'm going to be like, I actually have to go. I haven't. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you hey guys. Um, thanks for sharing that, Ross. Uh, Ross. It's a awesome journey you're on and a very valid point that like just being that. Kind of beacon yeah being that example showing, for, for showing sure people like a good example of that would be at rebel I, I wrote at a program going and <clears throat> I was trying to to convey intent to my clients like the difference between a power exercise and a strength exercise sometimes is just the intent with how you execute it right and and you know obviously there's some more factors that go into it and you're like, well, what do you mean? So I was like, all right, well, I'm going to do this workout with you guys and, and kind of show you how these exercises are to be done and the kind of the tempo and and that. And it was, they were just like, whoa, like I didn't, <laughs> that's not what I see when I look at this paper. I'm like, yeah. and And, you know, that's my job as a coach to convey that, but just getting in, getting in there, you know, putting the work gloves on and getting after it. Yep. What are you getting tattooed on your leg? Uh, so it's a uh, a tribute tattoo for
3: uh, Julie, my uh, my my brother's wife who passed away last year. Uh, she drew uh, she drew one one piece for me uh, when she was alive, and so I'm getting that tattooed and kind of take a full circle. Like this tattoo artist actually did a tattoo on her, and uh, there were ginkgo leaves in that, and I'm gonna have some ginkgo leaves in mine. So it's very like brings it all together and everything but of course i was like man. we'll get a tattoo on my leg and let's do a six-week squat program Dead. that culminates on the same day right. as the tattoo because yeah. why not
0: yeah yeah it's the equivalent of climbing up to mount Everest and then pulling a, a heater on top to celebrate right yeah. like- <laughs> <laughs> that's
2: a great analogy Mike. is it is that, yeah, you that was on that? great I
0: mean, it also, (laughs) let's celebrate with a Paul mall. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I I was thinking Ross was going to be like, because loose skin is hard to tattoo
0: <laughs> that would have been perfect or, or skinny
1: legs don't provide a lot of surface area. right so. yeah. well, that
3: that's exactly yeah yeah i was like i gotta create the biggest canvas that i can he so
1: went to that, see the artist and they were like you're not giving me a lot to work with right, he
3: yeah. like,
0: i guess i'll do mass yeah, i don't i don't yeah, usually tattoo tweaks. pencils but all
3: right <laughs> that was exactly it i was like all right i gotta get my my legs as big as possible which is funny right because of course barbell back squats like it built my ass more than anything else <laughs> but yeah. like but like that's the program and you know I, I uh as dan john talks about a lot he's like when people are like well can i do this and this and this he's like sure but then it's not this program like that's right. fine so i i did it as a good boy scout and i did it as prescribed
0: and um and unfortunately your ass is already covered in tattoos dude, so i are of- yes
3: exactly one <laughs> well, i've already got the pixar mom butt anyway so like i don't yeah. i didn't really need any more growth not that i'm complaining but uh, yeah, the quads the quads beefed up a little bit, so I'll take it. And uh, I think I made a slightly larger canvas for her to work with.
0: Great work, man. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> hey, so I was thinking this week, and I kind of saw it in action. Like my leadership style, and and whatever role I'm in, I I always try and create a circle, right? Like I always want to have. I always like to lead from, from a side, not from, from, well, at at points you have to be in front, right. To guide and and to show the way, but really I try, I've always tried to create an environment where people feel that they can, they can communicate their ideas and give feedback and form the way that we do things. Right. And one of the draw, like one of the challenges that comes with a leadership style like that is things can get kind of foggy if you don't, keep clear lines and kind of one of those things is how you communicate issues, how you communicate directives, where, where leadership is coming from. And I saw an example of that where, you know, the company I'm working with now is multi-site. There's a lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of chiefs involved in, in making this machine run. And sometimes a chief from another tribe will will give my tribe orders, right? Marching orders. And it just, like, I saw this, like, thing creating confusion and, and, you know, things weren't getting done as efficiently as they they could be. And it just reminded me, like, in the Marines, right, where where I learned a majority of my leadership skills, um, you always knew you had your guy or girl, you know, you had, that's, that's my dog. That's where my orders come from. If anyone else tries to, to give orders, then it's a check back with them and say, Hey, this got passed down from this line. Right. So, but there's always that structure where communication flow is organized in a manner that, and it's not about, it's not necessarily about a high, well, it is a, it's a hierarchy, but it's, all, it's not about like, hey, I'm in charge. It's just about ensuring that communication is clear and succinct and that everyone's on the same page, right? So just a reminder, like to me, as I start this new venture to, you know, as much as I like to have a circle, in some instances, you do have to have that kind of pyramid, right? And you have to, everyone has to know, okay, this is this is how we're, things are going to work. This is where my communication comes from on this stuff, on the tasks that I have to get completed, and and that keeps things very clear, right? Things don't get marked up, people don't get confused by by getting directives from multiple people. Um, this wasn't so much a challenge at Rebel because it was just it was like literally like five people, you know, working together to service people working out in somebody's basement. You know, that was kind of the feel to it. It was a very small and tight-knit community. Here it's the it's a challenge because because there's so there's there's a lot of different directions that directives can come from. So my challenge is like, hey, here's how this is going to work. Here's how we're going to get stuff done. Here's the here's the channels of communication that that we're going to adhere to. Um, and then from there just kind of sprinkling my leadership style as I can.
3: That's, you know, even, even though I know you're talking about a really big team, like it, just the idea of clarity, even with a small team, right? And so for us, you know, yeah, That's five true, people, yeah. it's like, even there, you, you'll, you'll run into it and you have the luxury of it being a small team. So you can kind of course correct easily before something right. blows up. But even there, you can see like, man, we didn't have clarity about whose responsibility was what and something didn't get done. And I can only imagine at a scaled up, uh, you know, scenario, like what you're in, it's, it's just so easy for that to happen.
0: Right. And especially if, if, you know, if there's multiple people in leadership and and director roles, you know, let's say one of my co I have one of my coaches doing something because I have insight on a situation and I know the urgency of it to our, our mission accomplishment somebody else comes in, they're coming from a completely different angle. They don't see my situation. They're just, they, you know, what's important to them is important to them. And they, they see this coach and they say, Hey, I need you to do this right now. It's super important. Well, that's right. There's confusion there. There's bad communication by the leaders leadership. And then you have a a confused coach. It's not going to work efficiently and get the job done. So not only having those clear lines, but making sure that, that, you know, leadership and where those directives are coming from is being communicated as well. Chris Merritt, you have 15 minutes. I got nothing. I'm going to turn my mic off. Ross. (laughs) We're going to end with a solo Eddie Van Halen style.
1: (laughs) uh well it's my first one of these so there's a lot we could talk about right um tons, tons. I'm, I'm gonna do like a stick like stick a...
0: to the script it's got to be something that you've thought about this week or you faced and challenged yep. and, and i'm gonna
1: give you a, a little three in one because this week love it was, was fun in that chris uh, over
0: delivers marriage <laughs> coming in hot
1: so my wife jess uh was working in hawaii this week which number one like That's some BS. Uh, (laughs) um, And so I, and, you know, uh, with what we do uh, at an offsite, we work at the full-time federal tactical law enforcement group. Uh, What we do there is typically early mornings. So Todd took all of that this week. Um, I was confined by the hours of daycare, so I couldn't be available super early. I couldn't be available late. So pretty much I was like off the hook for anything this week. I kind of got a mini vacation of my own, nice, uh, which I share and it's relevant. It gives me things to think about. And that like uh, for anyone that doesn't know, we completely rebranded, not just rebranded, we redid our entire model of what used to be called Beyond Strength Performance Nova. It's now called Beyond Strength. And um, this was the first week where I really sat back besides being completely away for a vacation, but I was like local, which is kind of weird that you're like, I'm not really going over there a whole lot. Um, that was awesome. So I thought about that a lot that, I mean, we completely redid the business on week's notice. Uh, that was in March. I think March 8th is when we opened. Um, and it's only August and it's a well-oiled machine. And I mean, obviously we're continuing to, to progress with it. So that was cool. Um, And one of the biggest developments that we had that I also thought a lot about, not just this week, but in the last few weeks since we implemented it, is if you go to our website, bspnova.com, do not steal this. I I was like, am I gonna talk about this? But I will, because it's been really awesome. Um, Let me get a pad and paper. If you go to our website and you go under the menu, there is a section called new to beyond strength with a question mark at the end. And when you go, this might sound crazy, but it's intended to scare people away. Um, uh, I I'll it read, already. I'll read the top of it. It says, uh, new to beyond strength. You want to know if beyond strength is for you. For a lot of you, the answer is <laughs> no. <laughs> Why? You're still making excuses. You want fast results without doing the work. You don't actually want to work your ass off. you groan about price and aren't willing to make an investment in yourself.
0: Ooh.
1: Are you still reading? <coughs> Did that last section get you all fired up? Okay, maybe Beyond Strength is for you. Let's talk about what happens when you join up. So, it's been super interesting, and I've been reflecting on this a lot because, of course, people still ask about prices. But, um, you know, we all get questions that you're like, ah, oh, I gotta tread lightly with how I answer this. And so, we genuinely educate people in the middle section, not just like a pure sales pitch for why what we do works, but we we talk about kind of compare and contrast to other Uh, businesses they might be looking at we talk about how we have these different classes and and what the different types of classes are how we have levels and and why the levels matter um and then we get a little bit sciencey why it actually works but then we have a frequently asked questions section and it's like how do you actually talk to people about price and this has been awesome and again i thought about it a lot this week because the limited times i went over and met with potential people um these conversations are very different now and in like the I think two weeks prior that we've, we've had this out. Uh, it's been really cool. So like one of the things, all right, I'll be the one you mentioned groaning about price. So what am I looking at for a membership to be on strength? And I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I open, cause this is like, you know, you want to say this. And so we just say it now. Um, first things first, if you're shopping on price, we're not for you. Yes. You'll find plenty of cheaper options around the area, but yep. if you're shopping for results and you're ready to do the work, we're the place and don't just take our word. You can see testimonials all over Google, Facebook, and right here on our website the reality is people who pay, pay attention. Um, and then it goes on longer than that, but there's that, uh, the next question that many of you probably want to answer this way. How long am I locked into a contract at beyond strength? If you don't want to be here, we definitely
0: don't want you here. <laughs> I, that's my dude. That's my, that's my go-to man. It's like, yeah. Hey, like I'm not interested in just having this paper contract that says you have to pay me money to be here. Like, if you don't want to be here, I don't want you here. Yeah. They, and
1: we definitely aren't throwing away money, chasing you down for collections only to have you come back in and kill the vibe. So call us yeah. crazy, but we operate, operate on handshake agreements. Um, and I do say, you know, we ask you for a year, but it's literally a handshake agreement. If you're comfortable with handshakes at this point point, <laughs> um, yeah. and that most of our people genuinely stay much longer than a year. But if you want to bail sooner, cool. Like we're not going to fight you on that. Um, I, I'll give one more. I'm not going to read every section on here, but this one was also really fun to write. Does beyond strength offer any discounts for membership? And I, when I've talked to people about this, they're like, no, and I'm like, well, no, that's not true. Here's what my go-to now is, sure, okay. Um, are you military, law enforcement, or first responder? No, okay, cool, cool. Um, are you signing up with someone else from the same household and paying with the same credit card or account? No, <laughs> all right. Um, do you wanna pay a year's membership dues upfront? No, okay, what would you like me to discount? Yeah.
0: Oh, you just think and we're why? expensive. And you why? You just think we're
1: expensive. There's plenty of places around that are cheaper. Yeah. So, um, so just like, I, I guess the reason why I'm sharing that is stuff that I've been thinking about a lot is because we've thought for years, man, it'd be great to just say this to people. And you might be thinking about, you know, maybe not the same things. I swear we're gonna see that word for word on some people's websites, which I'm gonna laugh at because it happens to us all the time. But like, what are the things that you kind of wish you could say to people? And maybe you can just say them to people. And part of our rebrand, if if you look at our social media, our website, it all kind of fits. Like, um, one of our members who hadn't been around for a little while just came back in the last few weeks. And she was like, you know, on, on first impression, I was like, are, are you guys okay? Are you angry? And I was like, no, we're not angry. Like we're actually having more fun than, than we've ever had, but we just don't pull punches. And, and it's not just about wasting our time. It's about wasting anyone's time because, uh, you might be like, well, how would it be wasting someone's time to bring in someone, uh, who's maybe not the right fit culturally. And one of the things I mentioned about like dragging someone back in who doesn't want to be there is it brings down the whole vibe of the place. And I think everyone's been around in group settings and maybe even in one-on- ones that can, it can affect other trainers and and people working out around you, but someone who's just, you guys are shaking your heads um, who's just a bad vibe. And so when you can actually say like, Hey, this is who we're for and be totally comfortable and stand in that, not saying be a dick and like, and start to say like, um, you know, we're not for you. I mean, in the, I've done a ridiculous amount of consults in the last, uh, I don't know. I mean, since we changed over, but especially in the last like six weeks, I don't know a lot. And I think it's been within the last six weeks, there's two people that I was like, Nope. And one of them even like slammed their credit card down the table. And they were like, no, like I'm telling you. And it was in his own best interest. Uh, it it was a number of things. Um, canceled last minute our first meeting showed up late to the next one um and then had a rebuttal for everything that i was trying to say hey you know this is how we do things well for me and eventually was like dude you should just go train yourself like go buy a program online you know everything like and i'm really happy for you uh this isn't for you right and then he was just like you know and like put his credit card down the table he's like no i'm doing this and i was like you're not no. And then here's where I messed up. I, I've, he pushed hard and I was like, all right, we'll give the 10 days a try. And then he was late for his very first session. And I'm like, dude, like we talked about this. And then that session, um, was actually, he was so late for the, for the one that we weren't able to get in. We usually do like a sit down, talk about goals and then go over movement testing in one session. And he was so late. We didn't get to do the movement stuff. So this one that he was late to again, um, was the movement stuff. And then we got into it. And I was just frustrated working with him because he was difficult on everything. And I said, uh, you know, one it's class-based. If you can't be on time, like this isn't going to work. Um, and then the things he was being difficult on, it was just like he wasn't coachable. So I let him know again, Hey, I don't think this is going to work, but again, you know, you're adamant you already paid. You wanted to 10 days. He left that session. He no showed his very first session. I hit him up to be like, dude, what is going on? He's like, yeah, you know, um, I think I need something with a little bit more flexibility and this basically everything I already told him. So, right, he, you know, what he needs? he needs,
0: he needs to pay someone to allow him to not get results. Yeah, I that's mean, that's apparently what the fuck he's going after. So,
2: boss is Jim. I had to bring him back. over. I had to bring him back. Don't. Bring him
3: on over. We got to oh, They don't care
1: about results. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so, no. Um, I think the the takeaway from what I'm talking about that might make me, without context of like knowing how we are and everything, might be like, man, that's kind of like, maybe you think it sounds like you guys are kind of being dicks, but I can tell you right now that the whole feel of your business when you can just be genuine and again not being a dick, I'm not saying that every single person we sit down with is like a 10 out of a 10 perfect fit for our gym. They're not, but you'd be amazed that when people come into something. And the group acts a certain way that, and I don't mean yeah. this in like a disingenuous way, like people change too yeah. and become an ideal fit. Like when they're, when they're close enough, yeah. they, they're like, oh, like, and they kind of see like the, the social construct of the group that they're, they're joining.
0: Yeah. The, different, the difference being is like those people are willing to, they're willing to fit the culture. Whereas that guy was like, no, this is, this is how I do things. Uh, and I, you know, I'm, I'm the best, so I'm not going to change the way I do things.
1: Yeah. And it's not always like difficult fits. The other one that I turned away, just like, I don't even know if it's like a real thing, but he needed like medical personal training. Yeah. And just right. like he was on like, it. I said to him, I was like, dude, my first, I've been doing this, uh, I don't know how many years it is now I forget but I started in 2004 it was like my first seven years were one-on-one personal training you would be like the ideal one-on-one personal training client for me yeah but the group setting like while it's malleable like and we do individualize things you still have to be able to fit into like the general contract of what the group's doing like dude you need one-on-one yeah and he and appreciated that he appreciated that yeah so.
0: and it's not it's not personally like we've you know with this launch we've had so many people because what was here before was a much lower price point. There was no business to it. There were no coaches. It was just like, hey, you know, pay 25 bucks and you come in and use the gym whenever you want. And they had a front desk person sitting there. We're coming in and we're bringing so much more value. And we're, we're of course, the price point's higher for, for that, that kind of part of our service menu. And I've had that exact conversation, like, "Hey, if this, if this, to, if this price point for what we're bringing to the table seems expensive to you, then this isn't the facility. You know, there's a Planet Fitness down the street. There's this. If you want, if you want to find a personal trainer, I will help you find a place that's good for you because I'm truly invested in in seeing people happy and seeing people get results and and." get what they want out of fitness it's I'm I just it's not here (laughs) this ain't it man and I ain't gonna I ain't gonna get mad about it I ain't gonna think poorly of you for it but like you know and that's that's a sign Chris of like when you're so comfortable in who you are and who your business is that you can comfortably have that conversation it like it's I think it's the the ultimate market professionalism confidence and, and competency. Like, I, I know this, I know this, how this routine works so well. I've been through every scenario. I can comfortably tell you like, this isn't going to work for either of us. So, but let's find a place that will.
2: Dude, to that point, Ross, you were on the Wednesday call. We remember we were kind of talking about when I have, yeah, yeah, Ross. Okay. So, to the exact same point as you're saying, Mike, I do that when I have a consultation with someone like a phone call, I'll say like, this is how I do it. And the context here was if you want to do different shit every time or want someone to, or just want to get your ass beat and get drenched in sweat, I'm not a good fit for you, but I have, I know where you can go. Yeah. Again, to your point, I say, we're going to be doing four week phases. We're going to be doing the same shit for a while. And then we're just going to do the same shit, but a different variation of that shit. Cause that's how this stuff works. Here's testimonials. And again, if you're not with that, like, that's cool. I'm not going to fight you about it, but I, you know, that's it. And with that confidence, like I haven't had anyone say, okay, I don't want to do that. Like, at least not yet. I'm sure That's great. People. And
0: even if you do, <clears throat> even if you do, those people will remember you. And yep. if they ever change their mind, guess where they're going to go. Yep. You know, you're that dude to maintain that. Yeah. yeah and hold and that, that relationship. And when that dude pulls his head out of his ass, Chris, he's going to go right to you because he's going to, no, he's
1: not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want him. But yeah. I
0: think, you know, to us said, to what was said with the call, like, you know, we've,
3: we've had a lot of conversations with coaches and trainers about this, this kind of a concept or idea about like being upfront, right. And, and kind of knowing who's a good fit for you. And I know that if, if you're a newer trainer hearing this, that maybe brings up some anxiety in you of like sure. turning somebody away, but it's that's the that's why it's important to switch out of a scarcity mindset of this idea that you have to get every single person in. Because if you operate like that, you might bend and, and accommodate to get anybody to work with you. And then you're going to look up one day and go, Holy shit, I'm overworked, overstressed, not getting paid enough. What's happening? Well, it's because you just accepted anybody and everybody. And I know that's hard up front when you don't have all the clients you want and you're trying to get more and, and you, you got to make the call yourself for where your line is. But what Chris is talking about is like, you get out of that scarcity mindset, you know, there's more people that are a better fit for his gym out there. Like that's who he's going to invest his time and energy with. And when you can make that shift from, I got to get every single person to, I got to get the right people all of a sudden you find more of those people. It's more fulfilling. You're more successful. You can charge more. Like it all starts to roll in the direction you want. It kind of it's, starts with that mindset. I think
0: it's good living. It's good living boys. That was awesome. Chris. Thanks. Thanks so much. But Chris probably
2: asked the jet, but yeah, I have Chris, a, has gotta go. uh, Chris has got to go.
0: Chris has got to go. But for you, you two, got? I have, a, I'm going to, uh, is this, is this recordable material West or do I need to Yeah. Start? Yeah. This is, this is recordable. It's a little, out yeah it's recordable anyway here's
1: here's why i'm leaving so this is like for anyone who's like man i'm gonna open a gym i love 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 opening a gym but i'm going to a meeting right now about neighbors that have been complaining about noise um since the day that we moved in and uh we see them outside every day we're like hey how are you doing we're doing so good and then unbeknownst to us they've they've just been blowing up the property management company and talking crap, you know, never once or said, hey, can you come shop? over here and hear what this sounds like inside of our building? And like, we could maybe hone in on what it is. And so we're playing like child games of oh. mediation with the company. So um, there's two Ugh. things in that. One, you you get to deal like with stuff like this when you own a business, <laughs> but also, also um, that grown adults still act like children and can be fake and be like, hi, yeah. every day. And I'm not saying us being fake um and and not have the balls to be like hey
3: uh <laughs> having an issue can Let's we talk about this out
1: because here's what's funny is you're like what well, would anyone do that yeah the neighbors on the other side um we're like hey we know you're a gym um we know we're gonna hear you but he, he comes over one day he's like but our big big boss is coming in tuesday 8 a.m big meeting 8 to 10 um he's like i would never ask you to do this all the time he's like but you think between 8 to 10 he's like you could just have the music down a little bit yeah, man, no problem. Oh, yeah. Uh, we exchange Daddy's numbers. We exchange numbers. I was like, "Oh, that's that's how adults work." That's so, how. <laughs> for <laughs> what <laughs> it's worth, um, know that people are gonna people, and that's why I gotta go deal with.
2: So, Good Bye, life, human, human's gonna human. <laughs> <laughs> Later, Later, Chris. Later, Chris. What do All you got, right, Wes? Here, Make it quick. Here's, this is very quick. I just feel the need to share it because it makes me laugh really hard. So you know, how we talk about celebrating the bright spots in strength bright and strength actions and like. Baby. People attached to emotion, they get a lift. Correct. Yes. You amplify the level up. Bop, bop, bop. Some people use PR bells. I know what I'm going to do now. What are you going to so do? I did, I did this with a client the other day. Just, I don't know why. And we both laugh for like five minutes. So my client's doing a single leg deadlift. She's struggling. And I cue her and I'm like, you know what? Next time reach your heel across the room, it'll help you sit back into your hip. So she does it correctly. Like, wow, the light bulb goes off. And for whatever reason, my instinct was, I went, "I puppy," and then and then, and then we just started cracking up in the, at like six in the morning. And so now, when people hit PRs or something, I'm going to say "I puppy" like that. "I well, puppy"
3: is the most reinforcing cue yeah. that
2: you've got in your arsenal. I love like, it, dude. And literally, like she just started cracking up, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm going to use this from for like ever. This is my new thing. There's I you
3: puppy go. is yeah.
0: the go-to. I love hey, it. I puppy." great show bye papi great show see you soon guys
3: bye later (laughs) gator